You're listening to the light version of the Peace of Persistence. Visit patreon.com, that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash peace of persistence for complete access with double the content and zero ads. Hi, and welcome to the Peace of Persistence, the show where we seek to uncover the keys to happiness and success one honest conversation at a time. I'm your host, Abigail Wright, and today we get to meet Samba Shoot. Hello. Samba is an actor, comedian, and writer, and he was born in the cradle of the Sahara Desert in Nuukshot, Mauritania. He grew up in Ethiopia and at the age of 18 moved to Holland, where he studied at the Utrecht School of the Arts and began to pursue his entertainment career. You pronounced that really well. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) In 2006, he won all prizes at the Lights Cabaret Festival, Mm -hmm. which is Holland's largest national comedy competition. And his comedy shows have spanned the globe. He's toured all throughout Asia, Europe, the United States, and Africa. And he's a regular performer at the world-famous Comedy Store in Hollywood. He's also known as the star of Watch Dogs Amazing Street Hack, which reached over 14 million views in two weeks and won the Bronze Lion Award at the Cannes Lions in 2014. He's also known for his work on The Lion Hunter? The Tiger Hunter. The Tiger Hunter, close. Starring Danny Pudi and for Halima, which premiered at the Berlinale Film Festival in 2013. Samba, thank you so much for joining us today. It's really a pleasure to meet you no. and to introduce you to these guys. Thank you. Lovely to meet you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm really curious about your upbringing. I'd love for you to tell me a little bit about um, your time in uh, Ethiopia, but also in the Sahara. Do you have any memories from your time in the Sahara? <clears throat> well, I was born there, so the only memory I have is my birth certificate, uh, <laughs> which said that I was born on February 1st and that I was washed with eau de toilette because they didn't have water at the hospital when I was born, <laughs> and so they washed wow. me with perfume. Um, <laughs> you were anointed. <laughs> yes, I was. That's why it smelled really good. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> I moved to Ethiopia when I was two, so most of my memories are from Ethiopia because that's where I grew up 16 years of my life. And it's a beautiful country. It's not what, like what people see on TV with the drought and the flies and everything. No, uh, it's actually really green, beautiful mm-hmm. people, beautiful nature. And uh, from time to time, I do go back to Mauritania because my mother's family is there. I've just recently been there uh, a couple of months ago, and I love the Sahara Desert. I mean, the sand dunes are gorgeous. They are different colors. You have red, you have white, you have yellow, and you just see random camels walking around. Huh. And uh, I just love, I just love the desert because it's so clean. Um, there's, there's, it's because it's so empty and vast. There's just no disturbance, and it's very peaceful and very quiet. So there's something mysterious and magical about that. It sounds amazing. What made you choose Holland? So my dad is Dutch. Oh. Uh, my mother uh, comes from Mauritania, and my dad is Dutch. So I knew eventually I was going to move to Holland to study. Uh, there was no prospect really in Africa when I was 18. So I went to college in Holland and um, moved to Holland when I was 18 to study theater. And I had to learn Dutch because at the time I did not speak it. Uh-oh. Yes, one of the hardest languages in the world. Just saying good morning is goeiemorgen. So, Bless <clears throat> thank you. Yes, get that warmed up in the morning. Um, anyway, it's a really tough language, but I had to learn it because I wanted to work there as a successful actor, and I discovered I wanted to do stand-up comedy there too. So I had to learn the language and uh, study theater and did my very first stand-up show in Holland. I had no idea I was going to be a comedian. I was a very shy kid, a very quiet kid. 
but then there was an open stage at the college I was at and they're like, do it. Just, just talk about something. So I talked about how guys hit on girls, very original. Um, <laughs> and they loved it. And so they encouraged me to keep doing it. So I started performing stand-up comedy and started acting and in Holland is really where my life path started getting a very clear direction. That's great. I'm sure comedy always helps. How has that added to your happiness in life? Laughter is, <clears throat> you know, uh, key to getting through life in a joyful and uh, sane way <laughs> because um, it's very healing. Uh, it's universal. And making someone smile. Uh, in Africa, they have a saying. They say, when you smile at someone, you're sharing your soul with mm -hmm. them. So uh, if I didn't have a sense of humor, I would be a very, very, very depressed person <laughs> and not be really, um, yeah, I'd, I'd not be happy with life because when you can find the humor in tragedies, uh, whether it's an illness or, um, you know, an accident in life or something you consider a tragedy or a drama or something terrible that's happened to you, only when you're able to laugh about it can you heal from it. And if there's one thing I learned from my family in Africa, it's to laugh at even though life is terrible, you have no food, maybe that day for your family, laugh about it and make fun of it because it makes it lighter. But also you're not as affected by the drama as uh, someone else would be. So <clears throat> I'm so happy that I'm a comedian that I can bring joy to people, kind of help them escape uh the dramas of their lives and for a moment share our souls with one another so they can um, be inspired to laugh about it, see that it's nothing too bad and that they can get through whatever they're going through. That's beautiful. So guess what? I'm writing my first book. I always thought I had a story to tell and I'm really excited to start. It's true, I'm just in the beginning stages, but I'm confident it's going to be great. Why? Because I'm using Chandler Bolt's advice and his self-publishing school. They help you every step of the way from the start to the very finish and everything in between. It's an incredible guided process and helps make even a beginning author like me confident that I can create and sell my story. If you have a story to tell too right now, you can go to pieceofpersistence.com publish for more information and a free workshop. In the workshop, Chandler teaches you the three-step system he uses to write, publish, and launch a best-selling book in as little as 90 days, and how to use your book to leave a legacy. You'll also get a free copy of his best-selling book, Book Launch. Check it out at pieceofpersistence.com publish. I know I'm excited to get started. As a freelance artist, I'm sure you've had moments of struggle. How do you get through those moments? People have to understand that uh, struggle is a part of life. Okay, whether you like it or not, it's always going to be around. So just deal with it. Um, it's like I like the ana analogy of a uh, chocolate cake. All right. So we always want to be happy in our lives. We always want to have joy. But you can't just have one emotion as a human being. That's not how we're made up. So you can't always just have chocolate be the main ingredient, which is happiness to me. So when you're baking a chocolate cake, <laughs> you need to have the chocolate, but you also have to add, you know, the flour and the butter and the sugar, you know, which are different emotions and different feelings. And in the end, you put all that in the oven, which is the hot furnace struggle where this cake is going to get its form and its taste and, and its look. So you need that struggle to, in the end, get a delicious piece of chocolate cake. 
Um, so don't see it as the enemy. Um, I think it's my upbringing in uh, Africa that has taught me that uh, there's always going to be struggle and that that shouldn't hold you back from being happy in your life and, and, and seeing gratitude in your life and still being playful in your life. You're pretty prolific with YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and I'm sure other social media platforms. How do you view its influence on your life both personally and professionally? Social media has become its, its own thing. It's, it's become the way that people connect with one another. And it's got a good side and it's got a bad side. The bad side is that uh, uh, people are on it too much and uh, judge themselves based on what other people post. For example, uh, I'm an actor and a comedian, so if I see another comedian's success or another actor's success, the natural emotion of your mind is to go to a place of, oh, you know, I'm happy for that person, but oh, why isn't it happening to me? Or that envy, or oh, I wish I could be there. And so social media makes us compare one another, which is dangerous. But what it does do that's in a good way is that it connects everyone with one another. And so what I try to use social media for is to um, not only, you know, post about my, my, my work, because as an actor and a comedian, you need to have that out there so people can find you when they Google you, casting directors or whatnot. But I try to always be positive in my posts because uh, there's so much stuff going on in the world that sometimes people just need to feel good and connect. So my posts are very positive driven. I try to make people laugh. Because Chaplin said, you know, a day without laughter is a day wasted. Right on. And uh, one of my favorite quotes is from uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, who says, uh, you know, to be successful, I'm paraphrasing, sorry, Ralph, but to be <laughs> successful, you need to laugh often and, and much. And then that helps you earn um, the uh, respect from intelligent people, but also the affection of children. And if you leave the world a better place whether it's by a healthy child or a garden patch or a redeemed social condition if you've um if you have the feeling that even one life has breathed easier because you lived that is to have been successful mm -hmm. and so that's always the quote that and i've, I've been paraphrasing sorry ralph again <laughs> that's the quote that that has always driven me to each day try to make a person smile because of that saying again in africa when you smile you share your soul with someone. So if we're able to connect that way and that social media is that platform or has become that way for us to connect with one another, to share each other's beautiful souls and healthy, happy inner children, I think it can be a very powerful way to bring people back to that feeling of, yes, I love chocolate cake. <laughs> and I, I'm so grateful for this chocolate cake that I have in my life. Do you have any advice for us? Laugh every day if you can um, remember your inner child don't ignore them play and dare to be who you think you are dare to be you because that's the scariest thing it's it's just standing out there being like this is my chocolate cake and I hope you find it delicious, but I do. And that's all that matters in life. Just find yourself delicious. <laughs>
That's great. <laughs> yeah. Samba, thank you so much for a really great interview today. It's been such a pleasure to spend time with you no, here. And... Thank you. Thank you for having me, and uh, it was really inspiring. So thanks. Thank you. And thank you for joining us on The Piece of Persistence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment now to share us with a friend or review us on IMDb, YouTube, or iTunes. Each one of those shares and reviews goes a really long way in helping new listeners and viewers check out our show. Just do it. Thank you. And if you have a question for one of our future guests, please reach out to us at pieceofpersistence at gmail.com. Thanks again for watching and listening, and we'll see you next time on The Piece of Persistence. Hakuna Matata. Thanks for listening to the Piece of Persistence Light. To hear about Samba's perspective on how to use social media without getting weighed down, his struggles with coming to America and an illness his doctors told him was incurable, his thoughts on happiness across the globe, and more, visit us at patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash persistence for access to the always ad-free full version of the Piece of Persistence. <laughs>